What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 18 of Mornings with Morty. We're back. We're going strong after our month-long hiatus. Super happy to be back. It's another fun episode. Honestly, I think it's way better than last week's. We got back into the swing of things. We're feeling great. Carl steps up in a big way today. We do a little bit of couples therapy. Last week, there was some tension. As always, it's a tense relationship. You know, we don't like each other that much. I know we, we play up the best friend thing. Deep down, we kind of hate each other. As always, give us a follow on Instagram at The Daily Mort. You can email us thedailymort at gmail.com. Please, please, please share with your family, your friends, share with everybody. That's how we build the cult. And if you like it, leave us a great review on Apple Podcasts. Tell everybody who you're sharing the podcast with to leave us a review as well. Episode 18. Let's do it, guys. And as always, a quick shout out to Nassim Black for that intro music. That's the Hava song. Check him out on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your music. Nassim, N-I-S-S-I-M, Black. I'm going to do our intro, yeah? Yeah? You want me to do it? Oh, do you want to do it? It's episode 18. You can do it. Introduce okay. us, baby. Welcome, one and all, to Mornings with Morty, the only morning show that's actually never recorded in the morning. It's episode 18. You've got Matt and Carl here. We're trying to tell you what is life, what life's about, how to live life, and just stop being little bitch boys. So here's our episode. Thanks for listening. Carl, Douglas, whoever you are today, I loved that. Except for your couple laughs in the middle. That was really great. It was a soothing voice. It was like jazz. You started laughing. I saw you giggle, so I giggled. I smiled, but you, you know, you, you got to keep it together. I giggled like a little girl. I was like, tee, <laughs> exactly. So, but thank you. Yeah. I thought it's about time that I introduced an episode. Like I need to start taking more ownership of this podcast. Absolutely. Um, Cause like, you know, I'm not getting any grief whatsoever about it. So Carl is doing to this podcast, what the Cuban people are trying to do to their country. He's, he's staging, they're overthrowing, you know, he wants to, are you chewing on a pen pen or is that a fun pen? Well, it looked like you were taking a little hit of something. And then I realized it's no, a writing it's a, instrument. It's a real pen. Okay. Real, drugs are bad kids. Yeah, yeah. I, we do not endorse getting high while we're recording. We could do a drunk episode though. That I don't know. Carl I'll be back. Thanks for introducing us today, Carl. Soothing sounds of Carl's voice to start us off. If if you want, one day we can do a mindfulness meditation. I could guide us through, and we could play like a Give little a, stream in the background. Yeah, oh, that's gonna make people pee their pants. Give us a sample of what you would say during a mindfulness exercise with us. So I do this actually with clients all the time. So like, close your eyes. Okay, Matt. Okay. Matt. Close they're, your fucking eyes. Pretend they're closed. They don't know. Okay. All right. Everybody close your eyes. Ignore the aggression that I just had in my voice. Now, what I want you to do is to think about your toes. Focus on your toes and you squeeze your toes. foot fetish? No, it's a fucking <laughs> fuck you and your foot fucking fetish. Sitting there <laughs> licking your feet. I like, like how he said, ignore the aggression. We got a lot of comments last week on, on our episode. I got texts from our listeners that were like, oh my God, the tension in this episode. Dude, yeah, I was going to say like it, it actually prompted us to go get some help as a, as a unit, as a couple. 
A unit. Like, I mean, we are a unit. We're a team. Like, you know, we're a couple. I would say Carl is an absolute unit if you ever see him, which you won't, but. Well, I mean, the picture uh, that you put up of of Eric Erickson is pretty similar. It looks Mm. like me. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I happen to have similar facial hair. Yeah, but it's like the doge meme where they took the the dog and there's like the little coward one and then there's the big buff dog. You're like the big buff dog with that old man's face. Dude, I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, Carl doesn't do the internet. We'll talk about that later. I just I just found out yesterday about the guy who has like his niece like pour him shots of stuff and just spills everywhere and she just goes, send it. I don't know what you're talking about with that because first off, oh. the description was bad, but also I just don't know. That's that's how it was described to me. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about Carl and not doing the internet, but guys, I will like, I'll, I feel like there are two types of people, especially like during COVID when everyone was locked down, you were either an internet person or you were not an internet person. And there were just like phrases and expressions that like, if you didn't, and like memes that would spawn off of them, if you weren't on Twitter and Instagram or Reddit or wherever these things are birthed on the internet or TikTok, I'm not on TikTok, but a lot of these things, you know, they make their way onto Twitter to Instagram and they become these inside running jokes within those communities. And I would like send stuff. I can't send it to Carl. We can't relate on those terms. And it's putting a strain on our friendship because I can't laugh at the things I find the funniest with my best friend. He's like this curmudgeonly old man. But in my defense, I feel like the internet just breeds ignorance and hatred and stupidity and it leads to QAnon supporters and then there's Reddit and Tumblr and those are websites. (laughs) It's just naming (laughs) websites. And that's, and those are websites. There's Google. There used to be Ask Jeeves. Do you remember that? I used to love. I, no, it's still a thing. I use it occasionally. Oh, I don't. Cause... It's just ask.com now. Yeah, which is less fun. But I remember like when we were in elementary <laughs> school and we would have like computer class and they're teaching you how to use the computer and everything. And they would like tell you to Ask open Jeeves. a web browser. And they'd be like, you can choose which browser you want to use. You either, like you could use Yahoo, you could use Ask Jeeves, you could use Google and half the class like to use Ask Jeeves because you had a little butler and the other half yeah. of the class was just Googling boobs because they didn't understand the concept so- of browser history or the teacher seeing everyone's screens. So I got to tell you something. I just went to ask.com. Uh, it's still real. I'm sorry, are you saying ass.com? Because that'll be very different than ask.com. Which one are you on right now? Don't. Well, I'm on both. Save ass.com <laughs> but... for your personal time, Jeffrey Tubin. So I'm on askask.com. And the, uh, the lead article is 10 PBS masterpiece shows to feed your mind and calm your soul this summer. That sounds like it would be the, the list from right? ask.com. Can I just say, can we start ask ASQ, ask.com, and that's going to be the search engine for QAnon believers? Yeah. It, um, so I, I typed that in. It said this site can't be reached. So I think I think I th- we can get it. I think we can access that domain. We're going to purchase ask with a Q.com. So, How much do you think that is like a domain? Can we let's. Do you know, have you bought a website? I have two websites. So it depends if somebody owns the domain and they're selling it or if it's just up and what the hosting platform is. Like a website could be, you know, a couple hundred dollars for a domain. Depends, but you know, we'll, we'll look into that on our own time. The listeners don't need to be part of that journey. Once we have ask.com up and running, they'll come. Do you not think they want to be a part of that journey? 
I think they want like, to be a part of every journey. Can we start a Twitter poll for next week? And if they say they want to be part of it, then we can do it Thing with them. about Twitter polls is we have like five followers. Our Instagram is much bigger than the Twitter. Oh, so let's start out with, I thought they were the same thing, the Twittergrams. <laughs> the Twitterverse, the Twitter sphere, the Pinstagram. Well. Oh, I use Pinterest. Kidding. Um, but did you know you can message people on Pinterest? I just found that out. This <laughs> is Carl's favorite thing about the internet is that you can message people on Pinterest. What would you send to somebody on Pinterest? What's up? You got a board? <laughs> what kind of, are we talking like a charcuterie board, a mood board, a vision board? What kind of boards are you into? I, I, I don't know. I just know people make boards on Pinterest. Well, they make boards on wood slabs too with meat. And no, no, cheese. no, no. But I think that's what your like page is called. It's your board. I, I don't know anything about Pinterest. It's oh. called a board, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I can describe Pinterest to you because my it's fiance made me one because I kept making jokes about it. Mm-hmm. And all it has is pictures of meat and beards on it. So um, I was half right with the charcuterie board. You have a charcuterie Pinterest. I can't, I can't eat much on a charcuterie board, though. It's not, very, it's not a very kosher idea. Not at all. Charcuterie it's like, boards let's get all are this- anti-Semitic. <laughs> If you have a charcuterie board, it's a hate crime. (laughs) Because it's all this fucking salted pork and cheese. Well, you could add beef. You still couldn't do the cheese, but. That's true. But yeah, there aren't like a ton of good like like charcuterie meats, whatever they're called, that are like beef. Like most of the good ones are like pork, probably. Yeah. Um, You know what? On like a actually on a serious note, I. I was in Spain a couple of years ago with my family and they eat an insane amount of pork. Like it's just all these, you go into like tapas bars and they have just pork legs hanging, aging on the ceilings. Oh, they're supposed to be delicious. It's all delicious. Yeah. It's like Barrico ham and all this other stuff. And we were there and we we did a couple like tapas tours, which were great because they take you to the local more authentic places instead of the touristy bullshit joints. And we're with these like food tour guides and they're explaining to us why they eat so much ham in Spain. They're like the history behind it is because during like the Spanish Inquisition and everything where you've got like the Muslims fighting the Christians and, you know, there are Jews there who are being expelled and abused and persecuted when when the, the Christians took over Spain christians catholic church i don't know it's all the same to me it's whatever but they they actually mandated that people had to eat pork and that's how they knew who the jews and the muslims were because they wouldn't eat it and then they knew like who they could kick out and everything and i was like i was like should i you think they stopped at kicking out killing there we go. Whatever. Right, yeah, yeah. Murdering, yeah, yeah. slaughtering. Yeah, slaughtering them like they slaughtered the pigs. But I'm saying, like, we're there and we're learning this, and I'm like enjoying, like, very I'm I'm like um You're anti-Semitic. I'm being I'm being such a glutton about no, I'm not being a glutton because they don't like serve you obscene quantities the the way that you know Americans like to gorge themselves. <laughs> but I'm like sitting there stuff. Oh yeah, cough into as I'm talking. That's good, that's polite. I, no, I covered no, my mouth. He turned away from the microphone. He covered his mouth with his hand. Uh, don't touch me. But I'm like sitting there and I'm like, should I feel, you know, guilty as I'm sitting here eating this pork? Or should this be like, I'm throwing it in the face of all these people who would have, you know, hundreds of years ago tried to just kill me for being a Jew. And I was like, I don't think it's that deep. I think I'm just enjoying some pork. I don't keep kosher anyway. But it was like kind of interesting to learn that his, oh, his fiance's here. I saw his head. Tur- it was like a dog when the owner comes home. 
like turned what? got so excited what so if you're gonna cut this whole section i'm gonna sing oh i'm gonna keep you singing okay so so i made a song that's uh i made up a mashup i made a mashups so it's it's i'm leaving on a jet plane the melody with the words from i found you miss new booty yeah no you told me about this i it's... found you miss new booty get it together and bring it back to me don't know when i'll be home again i hated every moment of that why is there a knife in your mouth from breakfast or lunch that i didn't ask why you have the knife i'm asking why is it in your mouth oral asphyxiations there are less dangerous things to put in your mouth it's a butter knife do you want to know how i got these scars no my probably from masturbation was a drinker all right are we back chew gum through the episode just don't fucking pop and snap (laughs) crackle your gum into the microphone i mean i'm not eating rice krispies but fine can we get back to recording yeah i never stopped you're the one that wanted to stop no you i was letting you have a conversation with your fiance it it could have been part the people would have appreciated it all right can we um we're gonna go into sns because whatever we were talking about before is ruined i don't even remember oh pinterest that's your sns i know we were talking about pinterest that's what we were talking about before okay we're, we're but we're done with it now okay all right fine let's talk about sns just remember charcuterie boards are anti-semitic i will still partake if if there's a charcuterie board anyway you looked like you were going to say something i was i was giving you a window no oh. i mean i i'm just going to go from the window to the wall from the but, window yeah. um <laughs> to the wall to the wall to the sweatshirts down my balls you know I'll just talk for 45 minutes, so you got to jump in there when you see that opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? No, I'm, I'm fine interrupting you. Like, okay. here, like, start talking. I'll show you. Well, but there's a delay. Shut the fuck up. We All have right. this, like, every week. We need to go back to couples therapy. It's just not working. I think we probably need a we, new therapist. That's what we were going to do for part of today's episode is couples therapy. Oh, so, oh okay. First, sorry, I thought you were going to try to interrupt me again. So no, I, I was looking at our notes. Paused. Um, (laughs) i like the delay it's like a little bit it's like a tennis match it's a little back and forth and i know when to just stop and wait for the return you play tennis poorly but yeah a little it's been a while okay i fucks with the tennis next time we see each other who knows when that fucks with the tennis i fucks with the tennis man all right so this past week, I know like there's been some SNS moments in people's lives. I think Matt said that he had a, a really important ongoing one that that really has kind of shaped the foundation of his whole life that he think, wanted to bring up. I think you may be overselling this a little bit. I have, no, I mean, this is a foundational thing that we need to talk about. You were so adamant about it before. You're like, well, maybe I have one. I'm not sure. And it sounded like really important to you when you said that. Only because I carry this podcast and when i asked if you had any sns moments you said no and i said well it's part of our episode we need something and i said i got have one. you seen have you seen my shoulders i'll say i have us. a hunchback from carrying this shit on my back from carrying notre dame on your back no he didn't was that, born with the hunchback 
Didn't that place burn down? It should be pretty light to carry. It huh? did. It did. It, they rebuilt it. They got more yeah. money to rebuild it. You know what was funny about that to me? I what? saw like people on Facebook sharing this article because it, it the roof caught on fire, right? And there was like yeah. stuff falling. But in in the wake of the disaster, you know, I'm not gonna like undersell this. Like it's pretty. It's an iconic, you know, cathedral. I've never been there, but it's a big deal. And for it's catch on fire, sad sucks. But there was like a cross that was still standing after the whole roof caved in, and people were like, "Oh my God, it's a sign from God that this cross didn't burn like the rest of the place." And I was like, "Or, or, and hear me out, logically, scientifically, is it made of a material that's not flammable at those temperatures, and so like it survived metals the fire? Yeah, because it's made of like metal and gold and whatever. Is it possible that it was just science and not God? I don't know." I don't, I'm no expert but, either. But then here's the thing. It's like, did God help us learn the science to make Ooh, it that way? God like, gave us science. Like, right. Like when there's, when there's, when there's a, when there's a hurricane and you're not going to, and they, you get the warning to leave your house and you're like, no, God's going to protect me. And then the search team comes and they're like, come on, let's get you out of your house. And your person like, no, God's going to save me. And then the person dies and goes to heaven. It's like, God, why didn't you save me? And God's like, Bitch, I gave you the warning. I sent the fucking search team. This is your fucking fault. Yeah, people, I think, sometimes ask too much of God. Give the man a break or the woman or them, whoever God is. God's for sure a man, though. Yeah, just, like, maybe give him a break. I don't know. Or or if you do believe in God, like, his signs aren't always literally him or her or them. I think God transcends gender. Because why would God need a gender? Well, did God create gender? Yes. Man. God created man, and then man was lonely. So God said, give me this extra rib I gave you for some reason, and I'll make woman to be your companion. Do you know who those first two people were? Simon and Garfunkel. Well, they maybe sang like them, <laughs> but Adam and Eve, and then that fucking snake was like, and that was the first Jew. No, Abraham was. I mean, Jesus Christ! Everybody, I, was... I want to apologize. Like you come to us every week expecting to learn about judaism and we have this hack job named matt who's like i'm so jewish what's a jewish tradition tradition what's our tradition well carl i i would say that you're somewhat of a hack considering last week in the middle of the parsha you just abandoned me and logged off the zoom we didn't even finish the parsha last week and we yeah, haven't even was... gotten into the, the beginnings of this episode. This is our just ramblings. Can I, we're not even going to do, no, we'll do SNS because we introduced it. Do your SNS. Gonna... We'll cut some of the other things. <laughs> I don't know. I think some of it's <laughs> kind of funny. It's pretty entertaining. Yeah, we'll, we'll use it for the next episode. This is why the people listen to the podcast for the banter, for the back and the forth, the back and oh forth. Oh my God. Dude, all of our fans want the banter. They come to hear us fight and yell and schwitz. Oh, Carl is thing. As am I, because to record these guys, I have to turn off my AC because it's so the mic picks it up. And so I sit on a 90 degree day with the window open, 
talking, getting all riled up and ranting. And it, it takes a lot of energy. I'm, I, oh, I'm fitzing. I'm drinking my sitting coffee. on a leather couch too. That, that keeps the heat. I'm going to get into my SNS. Every week, because I'm a nice Jewish boy, I call my grandmother at least once a week. We talk on the phone. It's marvelous. It's wonderful. I love it. We he loves up. you. We kibitz. We chat. You know, Does we she talk. use the Yiddish with you? Nah, not so much. Oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah. But anyway, we talk, and every week, she's like, so what's new? Are you dating anybody? Or she's like, she's like oh, she thinks I love my grandma because every time she gives me an idea like this, she thinks it's like the most novel idea ever. It's like, oh, why don't you download the dating apps and see if you can meet anybody? Like, yeah, grandma, I live in New York. Like, I'm not already on the dating apps. And I, it's gotten to the point where, like, I think I've told you, people, whatever. I'm like the only one of my friends at this point who's single. A lot of them are living with their girlfriends and think, like getting more serious and everything. And it, it truly, it doesn't bother me that much, but it's other people who like bring it up, who like think that it should be bothering me because they think it would bother them if they were in my shoes. Uh, I'll give you three examples. When, when Carl here got engaged, it was Carl's dad, not anyone in my family who was like, so are you next? You, yeah, it's your turn next. And I was like, well, I was like, my brother's married and they just got a puppy. I think the pressure's off. I think we're okay. And I'll have like, you know, my mom or my grandma or like my other friends will like comment. Like they always want to know about like my dating life, which is nice. Everyone wants to be involved, but then I'll have like my friends in relationships, give me advice. So like, Oh, you should date that girl on this app because X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, okay, but that's your, you just miss being single and you want to have the choice and you treat my dating life. Like it's a video game or something. Like it's for like your living by curiously through you. Exactly. By, did you say by curiously? I'm tired. I'm in vacuum. Yeah. I think their they're girlfriends living... would be surprised to learn that they're vicarious. <laughs> <laughs> they're living vicariously. They might not be. It might be something they explore together. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe they're trying to. You Let's know, get some me. of your friends on the podcast to create a Twitter poll. <laughs> a Instagram poll. But no, it, it cracks me up because it's like, yeah, I would love to be, you know, in a relationship at that stage of my life that some of them are at. But it's like, it's not weighing on me that heavily. But then to them, you know, the grass is always greener. You know, you, I have nothing in common with my couple's friends and they have nothing in common with the single people anymore. Anyway, so my grandma will always ask me, she'll be like, so any girls in your life? Are you dating anybody? And yeah, I just, that's what your grandmother sounds like. Well, okay. I just love hearing your voice. And <laughs> there we go. Um, no, she'll ask me, and I've just started like responding with very obnoxious things. Like last time I talked to her, and she asked me, I was like, "Nope, Grandma, I'm gay now." And she just <laughs> laughs and is like, oh, "Okay, bye." Like, I'm like, if there's someone important, you'll know about them. I don't. I'm not gonna tell you about every first date or whatever, you know. But it. Oh, you tell me. Out. Yeah, sometimes it depends. If oh my god, you you're what? going on dates I don't know about. If I don't want other people like giving me advice and like getting in my head about something, I probably won't mention it until after the fact. Like if I've got friends who like will, I go back and forth on this. I've got a group text with some friends, and we'll like text each other before we go on dates and like whatever. And sometimes people are like, oh, like which of these two or three outfits should I wear? Blah, blah, blah. Or without even giving options, they're just like, what should I wear tonight? Question mark. And like, I've definitely done that before. I'm like, oh, help me pick a spot, pick a bar, pick a whatever, and help me like decide what to wear. But then I'm also like, how much influence am I giving these other people over my own life to the point where like, 
am I being authentically myself or am I letting them like dictate the rules quote or guidelines around how I should be dating? And if I feel like they're going to give that kind of advice, I don't mention it because if I, if I'm dating somebody, I should present myself authentically. And if you don't like the authentic me, then great. We know it's not a fit. I don't want to pretend just to get along with somebody. Yeah. You were going to talk. I was going to say, I'll let you now. Yeah. Oh my God. You have my blessing. Please. (laughs) I'm going to fucking kill you. Speak, boy. So, I want to hear it. I want your input this time. I'm going to fucking kill you. Oh, my God. You live 3,000 miles away from me. Um, well, my sister lives like 20 blocks from you now. That's true, but she won't kill me. Can I just quickly, the song A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton sounds so romantic until you realize. Oh, like if I could walk 500 yeah, yeah. I love... miles. No, no, no. That's a different song. Vanessa Carlton. I know. Because I would walk. A thousand, a thousand miles, yeah. miles. Sounds super romantic. See exactly. You I love that song. Tonight. But then you realize, like, if this person, say we're in New York and that person's in LA, a thousand miles gets you to like Kansas City. It's not that, like, you're not going to go that, you're going to turn around. You got a thousand miles. Okay, I'm done. Well, because anyway, then it's far. nighttime. Because then it's nighttime. She's got to turn around. It's like, you don't want to be in the cornfields at nighttime. You don't. No. Oh, okay. I, I honestly forgot what I was gonna say because you were uh you were you were letting me talk so you well. missed your window. But actually, you what I was gonna say, shut the fuck up. What I was gonna say that's what I want more of that energy. Tell me to shut the fuck up. Come on. Can you just step turn your mic off? Come on, I'll mute it. I'm drinking iced coffee. I don't want the ice cubes in it. I'll fucking mute, mute it. I'll take over the show. Go for it. All right. So I feel like though when you go on a first date, like like you know, you're like, I want to be my authentic self, but you're probably the only person on a first date ever. That's like, I want to be my authentic self where everyone else is like, I want to be on a first date. I want a big dick energy. I want everyone to think I'm super fucking cool. I, I, would the female equivalent be like big tit energy? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> I think big tit energy, big dick energy. Jesus Christ. I think BDE is not, even though it's gendered in the sense of like dick, I don't yeah. think big dick energy applies. So I think there can absolutely be women with big dick energy. Right. But is it big dick energy for them or would it be like big tit energy? I think it's like in society when we say mankind and we mean people in general, unless you're yeah, some people have a problem with that. unless you're some overly offended, woke, whiny crybaby who's like, well, you said man and you didn't also say women and non-binary and them and they and he, she, shim, did. You say mankind, no one, no one's using that as a dig at anti women or whatever. Mankind, no. people, all people. I Do you really see people say mankind anymore though? No, but I'm saying, I'm using that as an example. Okay. But I, I think it's different though. Cause this one has to do more with men with huge penises acting a certain way. Um, like John Ham. John Ham. His Hamaconda. No, it's the Hamaconda. I like John Hamcock. I know, but it's wrong. We've talked about this. I know, Why but you're wrong. Why do we talk so much about John Ham's cock on our podcast? Because <laughs> it's huge. We don't know this to be true. Google it. Don't, but the, okay, we talk. Can you finish what you were saying before I oh, go off yeah, on another yeah, tangent? Because yeah. so I will I've, go I've, off on yeah, a tangent about okay, the John so, Ham so cock rumors. Like, like, I feel like you're probably the only one like come, that's like not just like trying to be let's say their best self, not their real self on a first date. And you're like, I want to be authentically me. I'm going to have my big tit energy. We're starting this. I, we're a feminist podcast. I have big tit energy now. Well, I mean, you have big tits. 
I really don't. I was a fat kid. I used to have to shop in the Husky section, which is code for, hey, this kid's fat, but we're not going to tell him. But I really don't have big tits anymore. I, I'm, for those of you who are curious, Matt is sitting there just fondling his his breasts. Oh, good. That's a hairy nipple. I think they're um, called pecs when you get at this stage in life. Eh, they're a little pointy. <laughs> they're really not. It's cold in here. <laughs> <laughs> you were just saying it's 90 degrees. I know. That's why it's it funny. might be because you were just fondling your tits. I want it just. I'm He's like still JD. doing it, everybody. I'm like He's JD still doing scrubs. Just getting a little handsy. Get handsy when you're drunk. Why? He's sitting there drinking apple why tea. Is... Excuse me, Matt. I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Why? Oh my is... God. He's like circling his nipples now. I'm not. <laughs> I feel like I need to report you to HR. <laughs> Who's the podcast HR? Didn't we? <laughs> the great thing about this company is I am also HR. I'm the CEO. I'm HR. It's um, a rather incestuous company. Okay, so I would like to file a complaint. Matt licked his fingers and rubbed his nipples at me. <laughs> I have the recording that none of that happened. Creating a hostile <laughs> work environment. Why is being authentically yourself not also being the best version of yourself? Like, yeah, you want to put forth a good image, because, but you don't want it to be so extreme that it's fake. And then three months after you've been seeing somebody, right, no. the, the real them comes out and you're like, oh, I hate the right. real you. But like, you, you don't, you, you kind of, but like on a first date, you still want to hide your flaws. Even though your yeah. flaws are part of what make you, you and you is fucking horrible. I'm not out there on a first date. Like, oh, I'm a huge narcissist and I won't pay attention to you. And by the way, we joke about <laughs> like me being a narcissist and being in love with myself. But I, I really, I do think I'm good. I think, I think I'm good at I being think a boyfriend. You're 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 definitely a little in love with yourself, but you're also able to love others. I hate Carl, but I think I am capable of loving others and being That's what I said. a good and nurturing oh boyfriend. Yes. I don't know. You've never been good at nurturing to me, and I'm kind of your boyfriend. That's because you went and got engaged to somebody else. Okay. I you led me on for more than a decade. We had the dark years. Mm. This is our couples therapy episode. Carl. Matt. What are we talking about? We're talking about my dating life. Spawned off of my grandmother being worried I'm never going to find love. She's so she worried. She's so just worried. She wants, texted me. She just wants great grandchildren. Oh, my God. You know, we had a bet about uh, when she might have great grandchildren. Oh, we still have a bet. We still have. Was it one year or two years? It is August. For, Carl and I made a bet about when my brother guys is 30 he's married they just had their three-year anniversary yesterday happy know, anniversary guys for some I reason know, I texted you yeah you texted me and said tell your brother happy birthday because you don't know anyone's it's the birthday, birthday of his family. of his wedding yeah he is married and they're obviously just like there's always you know my friends giving their input on my dating life and i'm like can you shut up and let me live my own life we of course have our speculation around my brother's life and marriage and everything uh and when they have a puppy who's just now over a year old he a couple months ago had his first birthday one year and there's also of course the conversation of when are they gonna have kids when am i gonna be a grandmother says my mother when am i gonna be a great grandmother says my grandmother when am i gonna be a pseudo kind of family friend says carl you're not going to be the fake uncle until I have kids. You'll be there like uncle. You know, you, my brother, you're not that close with my brother. Don't force it. 
I said family friend. Yeah, but you never even come here. Because um, you never invite me. Now I have to stay with my sister because you were like, come here. And they were like, oh, don't, there's COVID. Anyway, Carl and I have a bet on when my brother and his wife are going to not have a kid, but when when she'll be pregnant. Carl and I have a bet. So my brother's 30. She's, I think, turning 30 next year. Um, so our bet, oh, the, the deadline... The deadline was August 1st of 2022 that she will be pregnant before or after August 1st of next year. Carl took the under. He says before August 1st of next year. I took the over. I said after August 1st of next year. And and what did your mother take? I think she maybe took your side. I don't remember. She did. She did. She took my side. She said she and I both said they're getting a puppy. What's the next step? Well, I'm not an idiot. I know that's the next step, but it'll still be a puppy at two. It'll be almost two and a half, I guess, at that point. Dude, you've never even been to New York. I know. Please, Carl, you've never even been to New York. You don't understand. Oh, yeah. So I don't know about puppies and babies? No, no, no. You don't understand the life dynamics. It's got nothing to do with the puppies and the babies. What are you talking about? My sisters live in New York for four whole days. I know New York. It's nothing to do with the puppies and the babies and the marriage and the times and the whatever. People get married in New York at like 40. Like everyone is, it's it's a career city. You don't want to raise kids here for that long. I'm taking the over still. Yeah, but we also know that she she already wants to move out of the city. No, like, yes and no. Everyone wants to move out of the city. From the moment you move to New York, I always say New York is, New York is a whore of a city, okay? You pay rent in various, you pay rent for dwellings in all these different places. The city screws you in various ways every year. And then eventually you leave having spent a ton of money and gotten fucked. Like it's, New York is a prostitute. Okay, especially for like the transplant community, you know, I got friends who are like, yo, maybe in the next two, three years, like we'll try and move out, whatever. I moved to New York. I said, maybe I'll live there for five years. I'm in year five. I got no plans to leave anytime soon. I'm here at least five more years. Maybe I'll come visit you before that's over. I doubt it. You never know. You never know that my sister's there. I, I got a good reason to go up there. Oh, you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm an asshole. I'm an asshole. I'm an asshole till I die. Well, this is the couples therapy episode, Carl. Why are you such an asshole to me? Why are you so hurtful? I think it stems from your relationship with your mother. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you didn't practice Freudian psychology in Atlanta. No, no, it's literally just New York now. Um, Yeah, that's why my therapist gives me cocaine. No, Freud, towards the end of his career, moved away from cocaine because his friend got horribly addicted and died. Yeah, yeah and we talked said, about that in episode one, but my therapist is nowhere oh. near the end of her career. She's, you know, in the prime of dealing cocaine. Good. Not dealing, I should say prescribing. They use cocaine for other things. Well. What do you use cocaine n- for? Nothing. Cookies. Can I tell you? Since the world is, you know, COVID's over, depending on who you are. But seriously, the world, it, New York, especially, is like kind of, it's very, it's almost, I think it's fully open, actually. And I, you know, all my friends are vaccinated and we've gotten more comfortable, like going out to bars and stuff. And I, I was kind of on, uh, uh, lagging in the, like, oh, I'm comfortable going and sitting inside. But one of our first nights out, like back into the world, we're at this bar and I, I go into the bathroom when we get there. 
to pee like a normal person uses the bathroom but the way the bathroom's set up you walk in there's like one small urinal on the right and one big like the if there's only one stall it's always the big stall it's a, the only stall is a big one and this guy yeah. like comes in after me i don't see him but i hear him just like start making noise and i'm like is he talking is he talking to me whatever and i like turn my head over i hear him he's going tootski 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 and i'm like i know this guy's doing cocaine and I turn and look over my shoulder and he's just like holding up a dime bag and like offer, like presenting it to while me, you're peeing. offering me while I'm peeing, like, like midstream, me. you're turning around and you're like, Oh yeah. Like I, I turned a little too far. I think I peed on his foot a little bit and he's just like holding up. So all these thoughts are going through my head. I've never done cocaine before. I, I don't like when I'm over caffeinated. So I don't think I would even enjoy cocaine. It's never appealed to me, but it, also, he's like following me around the bathroom. I had to say no politely like several times. It's like, no, thanks. I'm good. I'm good. Whatever. He like follows me to the sink as I'm washing my hands. And he's just like, you know, man, I respect the hell out of you, man. I haven't done blow in so long. It's like, oh my God, I can't believe it. And I'm so excited to be finally doing cocaine again. I can't believe it. I respect you, man, for not doing it. But like, I just, I need it. It's been so long. I need it. I really want it. I really want it. I really want it. All the time. Oh, like, wait, how long, how long is it very long for him? Like you think like 20 minutes? No, like probably like pre-COVID is the last time, you know. I don't know. If, uh, but the other sketchy. thing that was weird to me is that he is in the bathroom by himself. And then he like patted me on the back in a weird way, which I was like, don't, don't fucking touch me guy. You don't know me. We're in the bathroom. It's a weird, I, you're offering me coke. Those are cocaine like, hands. You got, I got evidence on me and we go back upstairs and then he like hands off the dime bag to his friend who then goes to the bathroom to do coke by like isn't cocaine supposed to be a social drug like usually yeah, people are but like you were being together. social with him but you weren't being social with him he was trying to make friends but it's like a, you See, that's, go how, with that's your... how he knows how to make friends in in my experience of like knowing people who have done cocaine it's they all go in a group to the bathroom and they do it together i've never i've never seen a person just do coke by themselves in the bathroom it was like kind of a depressing thing for me to witness well, maybe 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 for him he's got some social anxiety he's trying to make some friends he's like how am i gonna make friends oh i'll give them cocaine that's i'll meet them in the men's room at a bar i'll give them cocaine and they'll become my friends that's what i do too my first day at work when i'm like oh i don't know anybody i'm the new guy here i find the the best looking guy with the most bde i can find broad shoulders like just done up hair nicely trimmed beard i'm sorry do you want to keep describing an attractive man more? I find the Brad Pitt of the office and I follow yeah, him baby. into the bathroom and I offer him cocaine. What? And you go, you go up to him while he's midstream holding his wiener and you go, Dootski, Dootski. I go to the urinal next to him. Also unzip my fly, whether I have to pee or not. And then you say, nice watch, man. And I, I look at him and I go, Hey. Yeah. And yeah. he turns and he gives me a dirty look because I'm talking to a stranger at the urinal and he like does a double take and looks away. And then I'm like, hey, I'm I'm hip. And I wink at him and I tap the side of my nose. And then I have a meeting with HR on day one. <laughs> at least you have a fucking HR. Our HR hears horse shit. Here as in the podcast? Yeah. You're gonna have to file a complaint to the lack of HR department. Um it's yeah, who would I send that to? To HR? Winston at Churchill.govna. Winston. Yeah. So while you're 
filling out that email, shall we do the Yiddish word of the week? And then the Parsha that we never finished last week's, but we'll continue. We'll pick up where we left off and maybe actually have a conversation about it before you abandon well, we could me. just do this week's Parsha. That's what I'm saying. Like we sin in, we'll pick sure. up. Okay. Okay. Know, so we're about to get into Israel. Well, hold on. I just, just shut the fuck up. I already didn't... started. Don't interrupt the part. This is my time. <laughs> Excuse this is me. My... No, shut the fuck up. This is my time. You get the entire fucking episode. This is my time. This is why we go to couples therapy because you don't allow me the space to grow. You smother me like a fucking fire. You try to coming. I'm a fire and I'm trying to grow and be beautiful and like light up the West Coast. And you come in with a fucking blanket and smother me. So fuck you, you piece of shit. Let me tell you something about that fire. You'd be nothing without me. It was started by Levine's kosher lasers, which I own. Okay. They have to have an HR over there. That's a legitimate organization. Anyway, if you were listening instead of trying to yeah, email I'll the, do my fucking Parsha. The fake HR department, I was saying we'll do the Yiddish word of the week and then the Parsha like we do yeah, every week. Yeah, but people week. care more about the Parsha than like you're... But- Literally, our old Florida fans have told us, do more Pasha. Everybody loves the Pasha. Make it more religious. But, but you wouldn't know what we talk about every week because you don't pay attention. And it, it's also funny because our old Florida listeners, how dare you call her old? He's talking about my grandma. Not your, not, no, your grandma said her friends said that. No, she texts me that all the time, too. She'll, she'll, her oh. feedback like every week is like. I thought it was her friends. Well, it was both of them. No, her friends were the ones who were like, don't talk about QAnon. And I was like, don't censor me. And then my grandma and her friends every week, they're like, when did you get so religious? Do you have to talk about religion so much? Maybe make it something more interesting for other people. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. Because you could start your own podcast talking about not religion. I have a podcast and I talk about what I and my co-host want to talk about on the podcast. And a big part of that. Yes, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Menachem's bagels. <laughs> Not pizza bagels. Charcuterie boards are anti-Semitic and pizza bagels are also racist. Now, shall we do the Yiddish word of the week? No, it's Parsha time. We talked about this. You're unbelievable. You're the worst listener. He expends all his listening skills at work with people on the autism spectrum when he's dealing with clients. Do you say Not clients or them. patients? Uh, depending on the setting, if I'm in a more of a medical setting, like a hospital, then they're patients. But if it's yeah. a, uh, an outpatient setting, then probably clients. Okay. I know not all of them are on the autism spectrum, but wasn't that like a focus of yours? You worked with a lot of people at, at one point. I mean, most of the clients yeah. or patients you have told me yeah, about. I, I, do. I, I work with a lot of ASD. That's why I'm friends with you. <laughs> God. Anyway, the reason, yes, that's why I said that. I'm not sitting here making fun of people on uh who is it would i say who have asd or who are on i don't know what the proper terminology yeah, is who have autism, gold yeah. okay. Who has autism okay so last week our yiddish word of the week was kvel which wait was, we're doing the fucking partial are you you're unbelievable <laughs> you're not the only friend i have who i feel like expends all his listening capabilities at work and then outside of work doesn't listen to anybody it's like a truly impressive skill who else should we have them on should we talk to them of its own where it's like I'm the just... ability to block out what other people say oh yeah because yeah all right fine fine do your yiddish word of the week because what you want is more important than what i want we already figured that out we why do we need to go to couples therapy 
We were going to do a couple's therapy episode today. And we just, as always, we come up with a structure with an outline, but it's like, we'll see where the conversation takes us. We've we, got a we timeline. We did none of it today. Uh, no, that's not true. We did part we of did it. We did like one or two things. We got like seven things. We did but one But that's two. why we work, man, because we go on these tangents and our minds work in strange ways. And it's really fun. Can I tell you another strange way people's minds work before we get into the Yiddish word of the week? Because I mean, fun. it's fine. I'm just a psychologist. I know these things. All right, I matched with a girl on a dating app. Grandma, you'll be happy to know I am talking to the, the women on the apps. You know, I'm I'm not really Little gay. Little do you know, she's got a wiener. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I'm talking to them, and I'm not going to reveal anyone's name, but their name reminded me of, like, it sounded like it would only be an old woman's name, like like a, a grandmother. Like, an oh. example would be my my ex-step grandfather who's now passed away his name was roger can you imagine a four-year-old named roger or like ralph like there are certain names that like it only could be a grandparent you know what i mean so she uh her she messaged me and was like what what would you say if i told you you wouldn't be the first comic i've dated and i was like i would ask if they also said your name reminds them of a grandmother and i was like because insert name here sounds like she plays maj with my mother at the jcc and she laughed at that, whatever. But I, I thought it was funny. And I had talked in a group text with some friends about Mahjong at a different time. So I sent a screenshot of it. And then somebody else was like, it sounds like she'd be in a book club. Is she in a book club? Oh my God, can we start a book club? Let's start a book club. And next thing I know, we started a book club all because of this random girl who I haven't even met yet, you know? And and just so you guys know, like he didn't invite me to this book club. You want to join? We, we have a Zoom link. I, I mean, we talked about it before. You didn't offer it, but now that there's people listening, you're offering it. So I don't know if it's a real author. It's off, not. Author, I don't yeah. like you, but you know, uh, you also don't read. I sent you a book once. I you don't. Oh, I, read. I actually read a ton. But I do, we're not actually. reading Lord of the Rings. I read science fiction too. Oh, it, it, that's exactly. We're not. Re- <laughs> I mean, when it's your turn to pick the book, you could. <laughs> All right. That's what are you reading? Are you reading like the biography of Gwen Stefani? Because I've read that and it's marvelous. The reveal. It's the bananas, end. actually. B a n a n a s. The reveal at the that's end. That's the Gwen, title. That Gwen Stefani is the same person as Drake. Mine. No, no. So I've read both their autobiographies. They don't reveal it, but they allude to it so often. Like they're never at the same same place at the same time. They've never done a song together. Like, but. But sometimes like one will appear and then the next person will appear like right as the other one's leaving. And and anybody else notice anything? Just me, Dr. Rafani, hashtag stay thick. We'll keep an eye on the, the Gwen Stefani, Drake, Blake Shelton love triangle. So what happened to your fucking Yiddish word? Oh, my God. We went on the tangent about how our minds work in weird ways and how this girl who I've never met spawned a book club amongst my friends. And then I told her about the book club and she's like, oh, my God, can I join the book club? And I was like, can we talk about how like, but like, like white waspy people are like, oh, book clubs. But like for for Jewish women, it's like old women like Mahjong is the fucking book club. That's what they do. Mahjong? I've never heard anyone say that's that how way. my my bubby says that she's from Canada, so she pronounces it Mahjong. That's she's funny. like, I'm going to play Maj. Well, in, uh, Mahjong. in my neighborhood, there were some moms from high school that had like a Bible study group, but yeah, really, they would just hang out and get wine drunk and talk about religion and gossip about that's it. what a book club is. Well, yeah, but it was Bible study. You're talking about these white waspy people. 
Do you want to do a Bible study? I don't think we need to say white if we're saying wasp. It is white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. The W is do, white. Let's do a Bible study, big girl. We do a Torah study on this podcast every week. We oh, you're it. right. Maybe we should fucking get to it. I was trying to do the Yiddish word before you interrupted me. Okay, so last week we were talking. We we did Kvel, which is to be so proud of my boy Carl Carl Douglas, the descendant. What did of you do to my boy? You guys heard that story. I picked up the phone once and it's weird, offensive. Like, I don't know why it was offensive. I don't know to whom, but like, for some reason, you know it just what? struck me as like this. We should never say this again. Carl was like, <laughs> now hey, we say it all hey, time. hey, man, what are you doing to my boy? And I just That's hung not up. what it was like. It's exactly what it was like. No, it was like, what are you doing to my boy? No, no, no. The first time, the birth, the birth of what oh. are you doing to my boy? Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> okay, well, that's fine. Now it's so become. Let- Morty's like, what are you doing to my boy? I'm worried about my boy. Well, now, now let's do your Yiddish word. Can my boy do the fucking Yiddish word of the week? Stop kvelling about me. Yeah, I'm kvelling about my boy. This week, it's the opposite. It's kvetch, which is like, it's like the Yiddish version of like, bitch. Like not not calling someone, but like verb, bitch. Like you you quit your bitching. Like to complain. Like stop kvetching. Yeah, it's complaining. So you, it could be it's a it's a, a verb. A reflexive verb it can be used as a noun so like there are a lot of different ways to use kvetch um you know to 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 fret complain gripe what's what's the kvetching about like quit your bitching quit stop your kvetching or, or you could say like you're a kvetch yes Stopping a vetch, a kvetch. yeah so like a wet blanket like don't invite him to the potty he's a kvetch like just wait where did, where did a wet blanket come from you never heard the term a wet blanket no Especially you talking about the wildfires earlier in the episode. It's someone who puts out the fire. It's the party is the fire. It's a good time. I can't believe it's because you're Canadian. You'd never heard the expression. Sorry, so blanket. Sorry, I. You know, I'm always uh, I'm always lit, as the kids say. So well, I don't know. You're you're the wet blanket. If you've never heard the phrase, the party is lit. It's a fire, fire burning on the dance floor. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I just made a pretty banging 2010s pop workout playlist uh anyway but yeah so like you could you know he's a fetch he's a wet blanket he's you know he's gonna ruin the party he's the one who diminishes the pleasures of others that's a wet blanket uh and then as a reflexive verb we're not even gonna do that part but anyway stop you kvetching about the not talking and get into the pasha so we can end this podcast and i can do my life on the first of shavuot 37 days before his passing, Moses begins his repetition of the Torah to assembled to the assembled children of Israel, reviewing the events that occurred and the laws that were given in the course of their 40-year journey from Egypt to Sinai to the Promised Land, rebuking the people for their falling, failings and inequities. I don't know, that's a word. I, I think I said it wrong. Inequities? Joy. Inequities, there we go, and enjoying them and enjoining them to the to keep the Torah and observe its commandments in the land that God is giving them as eternal heritage, into which they shall cross after Moses' death. Damn, Moses dies here? No, in 37 days, relax. Oh, but we're like counting down. Yeah, so Moses doesn't make it into the promised land. 
Well, this we've known the whole time. We talked about this. He dies like right yeah. on the outskirts, right? Yeah. So he's on a mountain. He wasn't even supposed to be able to see it. And later we'll talk about it. But like God's like, okay, well, maybe you could see it. So he like lets him climb up a mountain. Um, Just as, as a then, treat. As, you can as, see it. You can't you go. Know, this Parsha is all about like people getting ready to enter the promised land. And so like Moses calls his judges. He sends spies out into the land to like scout it out. And they see there's bad people. So they, they got to go to war. Um, so, but it's, what we're learning is that like, you know, Moses is saying like, you know, you're not perfect. You done fucked up, you Israelites. You done but, messed up, A.A. Ron. A.A. Ron, but God loves us. We're here. We're at the promised land. Despite all our faults, we still kept trying, working hard, and we got there and yeah he's gonna die that's it we that's you don't have anything more i what, told you we could we should have done it first it was anticlimactic yeah but you didn't listen to me that yeah that was anticlimactic yeah, yeah who done fucked up now you did matthias well usually carl i know no, it's no, been no, 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 no. a long sorry douglas i know it's been a long time since we've done these usually we do the partial then we have a discussion about it is there anything we can learn about this for modern times i was trying to sit here and come up with a metaphor for like oh getting to see the promised land but not getting to enter it's like uh it's well, like I mean, what about second chances like like the people here despite all of their failings like building the golden calf and and questioning god and all this stuff in the desert were given an opportunity for a second chance and they they took it and they were like now we can go to the promised land they sang it like that no <laughs> why does everything have to be so sing-songy to you well because you literally sung it. no no for someone who does not like musicals you do a lot of singing we've talked about this i like the hamiltons there's a family of people called the Hamiltons. Let's start a show called the Hamiltons. Well, he had a wife. He had children. He had. They were the Hamiltons. Yes, and he may or may not have had an emotional affair with her, his wife's sister. No one's. No one knows for sure. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I think that was just an ongoing. Like, she done messed up fixing him up with her sister. But didn't you hear the song "Satisfied" when she's like? I'm a girl in a world where my only job is to marry rich. And my father has no be son, satisfied. so I'm the one who has to social climb for once. Uh, the oldest and the wittiest and the gossip in New York City is insidious. Have you seen it live yet? And Alexander's penniless. Oh, but that doesn't mean I want him any less. Yeah, I saw it live in Florida. It was great. Oh, in Boca? No, not in Boca. We were, I don't even remember where we were. Maybe, maybe it was, no, I truly don't remember. It was great. Saw it live. Saw it. So it might have been might have been Fort Lauderdale. Don't remember. I, I think I actually think it was. But saw it there. Saw it on Disney Plus. Listened to the soundtrack a million and a half times. I've listened to the In the Heights soundtrack a million and a half times. In the Heights, very very good film. Hey everybody, I really appreciate you coming out and listening to us week by week by week by long fucking week. Even through our hiatuses that last like occasionally every six months for another couple of months. You know, it just means a lot to us that you're still here despite our many flaws. Was that, that you're coming with us to the promised land? Was that foreshadowing comedy. that you're going to abandon me for six months? I think I just heard a warning. No, 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 no. Don't take this so personally.
Okay. It's not about well, you. It's about us. I'm no, I'm worried for our <laughs> listeners. Cause I had some people when we finally came back last week, they were very excited. We appreciate the support, but they were like, Oh my God, yeah. like, where has it been? And if, and if you're going to abandon me for six months, I need to know so I can plan and they can. Cook. We're also, we're selling raffle tickets for raffle off a, a guest spot in our show, a hundred dollars a ticket, hit up Matt on Pinterest, um, Venmo him through the cash app, you know? So like, if you want it, we're going to raffle the spot off and anybody is uh, welcome to buy a ticket. We also have a, a prize raffle for a spot on Jeff Bezos spaceship when he takes off later <laughs> this month. Uh, oh yes. my God. He's, he's second though. Richard Branson being to it. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, Richard Branson is pretty cool, but like, did he go to space? He went to like <laughs> outer atmosphere, like inner, I mean, inner, like he didn't fully, like he went the highest of planes ever gone. You, like he, he, he went a place that God said we should never go. I feel like we've already done that because we've been to the moon and God Probably. said you should never go in the vagina before marriage but he didn't say anything about it. he also said never the butt anyways when did he oh well he said no sodomy right right so what, what our is sodomy book, our book or their book whose book which our testament book. both books but like i thought we said jews are pretty cool with the gays yeah it's not being gay that the the old testament thing that's it's really just like a, any semen used for non procreative means is, is is no good so all recreational fornication see many years yeah <laughs> what how do i how do you think i keep my skin so young and fresh goodbye <laughs> wait you gotta do a <laughs> sign off for us carl you did the intro so beautifully. oh okay ladies and gentlemen thank you for joining us this sexy week is that what you wanted? I'm like terrified, but a little aroused. But I think not from the voice. I think I'm aroused because I'm afraid. Oh, okay. Hey, guys. Thank you for coming out this week. It really meant a lot to us each and every week to get your viewership and or listenership, I should say. You're not viewing us. That'd be fucking weird. Um, but like, we appreciate it. We're sorry about our long hiatus. We're back. We're going to try to be more regular, kind of like how we try to eat more fiber to make our stomachs more regular. But... <laughs> You know, just we appreciate you guys coming out each and every week. So thank you very much and uh, have a good one. Carl, out. I'm quelling. That was wonderful. I'm so proud of my boy. He did both the intro. He did the sign off. He helped plan. And now the you're fucking ruining it because you're talking after my sign off. No, but I'm so proud of you, my boy. I'm quelling. Oh, my God. He ruined my sign off. I'll do it again. Goodbye. Cool. Hey, thanks guys. As always for listening, you can follow us on Instagram at the daily Mort. You can email us the daily at gmail.com. Leave us a review on Apple podcasts, share with your friends, share with everybody. You know, we got to build the cult. Goodbye. <laughs>